0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3482 for Tuesday the 7th of December 2021. Today's show is entitled, Introduction to Post-Apocalyptic Robotics Meta-Technology. It is the first show by new host Mechatroniak, and is about 14 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, Building Robots from Junk Parts, and Tech Prepping. Welcome to my loyal henchmen and fellow supervillains. Welcome, new recruits, and greetings to the hackers of HPR. This is Mechatroniac, the Mechatronics Maniac, with the zeroth installment of Robot Warlords of the Apocalypse, where I will talk about post-apocalyptic robotics and share my projects, philosophy, and future ambitions. I am doing this podcast contribution for Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. After this has aired on HPR, I will be adding video to this presentation and will be uploaded to my channel at bitshoot.com forward slash channel forward slash mechatroniac. Now that's where I upload my projects as well as uh, other videos that I find that will be helpful for this project. Mechatronics is code, electronics, and mechanics working together as a system. I'm weak in all three, but I've built mini BattleBot-style robots completely from scratch, except for Arduino, with every chassis part, every motor and wheel, and every circuit that drives them sourced for free from junk, like discarded printers, DVDs, TVs, computers, and uninterruptible power supplies. I'm calling this ethos and the resultant aesthetic post-apocalyptic robotics, that is, robots that can be built by reclaiming existing post-consumer products to create something new. Currently, they are confined to smooth surfaces like battlebot arenas, but more rugged terrain bots are currently also being worked on and I want to work towards autonomous and swarm robotics as well. The recipes I release here can be followed by anyone to build their own robots and devices by simply gathering the required scrap units or similar as described, then disassembling and finally reassembling into a new meta-technological device. I hope that others will join me, come up with their own innovations and new recipes that can be gathered to our incipient swarms of meta-technological bots as they evolve ever more sophistication. Welcome to Post-Apocalyptic Robotics Introduction to Post-Apocalyptic Robotics Meta-Technology Tech Prepping Building a bio-bot out of Junk Meteors, Asteroids, Comets, Cataclysmic Solar Flares, Massive Volcanic Eruptions and Earthquakes Triggering Massive Tsunamis Social Unrest, Runaway Climate Change Ransomware and EMP attacks striking electric grids, deadly viral pandemics, mass hysteria, big boats blocking waterways, obscured malware in a System D update, management engines at the heart of CPUs providing backdoors to Intel and AMD hardware at root-minus-three privilege, what could go wrong? There are a large number of looming events which could collapse technological society as it is wiping out most of the internet and shipping and transport, and hopefully maybe even the government. Tech prepping is more important than food prepping. While most survivalist and prepper types concentrate on stacking cans of beans, seeds, fuel, and ammo, the tech prepper will also be hoarding books on PDF, component data sheets, software libraries, breakout boards, and every post-EOL electronics product they can get their hands on. In a semi-apocalyptic scenario where the trucks stop rolling, a lot of people who save seeds will be able to grow food in their communities, so food won't be such a big issue. There might even be some that figure out how to make petroleum from wood like Mr. Thessalonian channel on YouTube describes and shows. But a real crux will be analog digital electronics technology, IT, and mechatronics. Those communities with working electronics, mechatronics, and information technology infrastructure will be at a distinct competitive advantage. They will be able to leverage this in such things as automation of agriculture, from watering schedules to weed pulling, along with many other applications that will make the PAR communities ascendant. All else being equal, PAR will be a force multiplier versus hostile neighbors starved of their slave slabs swiping because Facebook no longer exists or remnants of the tyrannical state coming out of their dumb bunkers and thinking they have the right to rule. It's a good thing, then, that we have a boost up to a mechatronic technological society all around us in the electronic consumer devices that, although they may be decrepit, soiled, and or dead, nonetheless contain a wealth of component parts, most of which are hardy enough to function for a very long time, components that can be reused in new applications. It's like there's a supply chain for robot factories all around us. It's not infinite, but it is very plentiful at the moment. Sadly, our society is blind to the current and future worth of the technological legacy in our midst, and the electronics recycling is merely electronics destruction. So, the antecedents for this meta technology are Beam, Cyberpunk, Road Warrior, uh, Beam is, uh, biology, evolution, aesthetics, mechanics, and that's, uh, robot building philosophy of Mark Tilden's, which uh, has inspired me. He even wrote a book called Junkbots. Uh, fellow travelers are maker, right to repair, hardware hacking, such as, uh, Valerio de Chiampietro, Pietro, the hardware hacking tutorial, which I have, uh, mirrored on my BitChute channel, and Collapse OS, uh trying to put uh, a simple operating system that will work on a variety of technology. One of this new meta-technology's main antecedents is BEAM, as I said, uh, Mark Tilden's robot projects that eschewed microprocessors in favor of circuits built of discrete components that mimic biological nerves and can react to environmental stimuli. There's a nice archive of beam-related documents on the Solarbotics' site. I'll leave a link for that. Um, so where uh, Mark uses transistors as the nerves and brains, I'm using Arduino since microprocessors are now a, a lot more ubiquitous and inexpensive than his uh, time. But uh, but I th- I, th- I think there's some really good ideas there. So do check out the uh, Solarbotics site for all the beam documents he wrote a bunch of stuff for uh, jpl uh, about uh, prospective uh, space traveling and really interesting stuff about uh ceramic electric motors which i haven't seen yet where are they but anyway um the use of arduino is the only thing keeping my projects from being uh completely or theoretically uh post-apocalyptic robotics but one day we'll, we'll get there and and, and use everything reclaimed. Um, so, uh, yeah, right to repair and hardware hacking, two very important aspects. Uh, use, utilizing the processors inside consumer products to run other operating systems for our use. Um, unless we hoard thousands of Atmega328Ps, it di- might be difficult to find processors that we can run unless they've been liberated via techniques described by Villarreal de Guillem-Pietro and others hardware hacking reusing processes from printers and other products is a goal for the future but right now let's have some fun see it's all it's not all doom and gloom um, there's a lot of fun and education prospects to this so you should you should you should uh follow along and uh build a battle bot style bot with me Um, The first Arduino PAR BattleBot style bot I built is the Herald Interceptor. It's powered by five 18650 cells from trashed laptops. powertrain is a custom hybrid relay MOSFET H-bridge, and it is driven by four electric motors and wheels harvested from post-apocalyptic printers. It has IR remote control and is very fast to the extent that I had to add rubber bumpers to it to keep it and others safe. Another uh, departure from PAR ethos is I added some uh, front and rear ultrasonic sensors from China and an MP3 player, which is a lot of fun. Um, All IR remote control, so hence it's the Herald Interceptor since it announces the presence of the swarm. Give up your energy. The swarm is here. We've come to harvest. Take us to your receptacles. Uh, I think it has an interesting road warrior cyberpunk aesthetic with the gray steel, aluminum and black ABS parts. And but for the wheel, Star Wars for the bolted on look of things. Uh hopefully we can set up uh, tournaments. We build our bring our bots, battle it out with cost not being a, a barrier to building robots. I mean, those battle bots must have been uh, an arm and a leg to build those. I could see a ch- challenging new sport that is a cross between battle bots and junkyard wars where contestants would have a set amount of time to build a bot from junk and then compete in racing or death matches or sumo or whatever so obviously you're gonna learn a lot about coding and electronics and how those go together so best way to learn is by doing jump right in um, now that I've shown some of the more important strategic and fun And educational implications of PAR meta-technology by raiding trash consumer electronics for their components. I hope at the very least that everyone hearing this never again take their post-use electronics to one of those recycling centers where all those precious components are destroyed. Better off uh, keeping it in your basement. You'd do better taking it to a landfill than taking it to recycling. I mean, Maybe some wretched future mutant can discover and make use of it. Uh, next episode, I'll show you how to build your PAR laboratory and give you the ingredients to the Herald Interceptor. But if you're already excited to get started, you can order an Arduino Uno or Nano or an Arduino kit with a bunch of sensors like I did when I got started. You can also start gathering things. Like printers, TVs, DVDs, UPS, and other ways, and get a soldering station if you don't already have one. Be very careful if you start taking uh, stuff apart. I'll give more uh, guidelines on safety, but uh, y- you can get cut taking printers and and things like uh, laptop batteries apart. So, uh, be warned. In the coming episodes, I will share the detailed recipe for my first post-apocalyptic robot i built complete with arduino code and i'll show you how to build your own robot for free except for the arduino and i'll also i'll do email tech support if you have problems just just uh tell me your problems and complain and i'll try to help you resolve it i also want to go further into other tech prepper archiving so uh, in case all or large parts of the internet are no longer accessible. And this may be where you programmers can help me. Um, They kind of gave me weird looks on the Arduino forms when I asked for a way to download all the libraries. But I was finally able to beg a script that let me download a lot of them, if not all. Um, So as well as uh, libraries, software libraries, um, we should have a a way to archive component data sheets. Maybe we can get some torrents going or something with the, the most important stuff. Seems it would be prudent to have data sheets on all the components and microprocessors that you possibly can and, and all the uh, software libraries that it would be practical to archive. I know it'd be probably pretty huge to download every Java library. <laughs> and I'll also go into more aspects and implications of this exciting meta-technology. I hope you will join me in building post-apocalypse robotics and mechatronics fun. Uh, Like I said, come to my Bitshoot channel uh, after so you can see what this looks like as well. All right, thanks for listening. If you're on Bitshoot, subscribe to HPR. If you're on HPR, check out my Bitshoot. See you next time. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com. The Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Sharealike, 3.0 license.